Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get to today's episode, I want you to know that we at Time of Grace have a ton of resources to help you in your walk of faith. From our TV program, to daily devotions, to our Grace Talks video devotions, to podcasts, to our blog, to books, to other books, to still more books, uh, whatever you're looking for and however you best learn, you can stay rooted in Jesus by taking time out for God's word every day. If you're interested, just go to timeofgrace.org to sign up for our daily email. Now, on to today's episode. Last Christmas, a man from Afghanistan showed up right here in our church in Appleton, Wisconsin. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever visited my beautiful home of Appleton, but we don't have a ton of people from Afghanistan who live here, so uh, this man caught my attention. I noticed him even from a distance because he was wearing that uh, traditional Afghan clothing. Uh, picture the white button-up suit that reaches down to the, the mid-thigh, matching white pants. And so I made sure after the service was over to introduce myself and to say hi. He spoke very, very, very little English. But through a combination of just a few English words and the help of Google Translate, I learned what brought him from Afghanistan to Appleton. War. Having worked with the U.S. government, this man feared that the Taliban would kill him and his family. So he fled. And through an odd series of events, he ended up right here in the place where I live, in Appleton, Wisconsin, the United States of America. Yeah, I've gotten to know this man uh, pretty well over the past few months. And the closer I've gotten to know him, the more my heart breaks for his situation. The more I see up close and personal just how much this war has cost him. I mean, he's doing his best to learn English, but he doesn't speak English. And it's a, an incredibly difficult language. His wife, when she came, was, was pregnant. And she speaks even less English than he does. He, he can go out and, and try to make conversation, but she's stuck in her home next to neighbors who might love her, but they can't speak to her and, and she can't speak back to them. He's trying to take an American driver's test. I was there on the website when he was trying to answer the questions. Which infraction would violate the law? He left behind his friends, his parents, his home, his everything. War took so much from him. You know, it's so discouraging to think about what war does to our world. It seems like it takes and 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 it takes. But before I forget about Jesus' words and end up disturbed and alarmed and overcome with the heartbreak of it all, I remember this little line that Jesus spoke in Matthew 24. He said there will be wars and rumors of wars. Yes, nations and kingdoms will rise against each other and fight. And he said, yes, wickedness will increase and the love of most will grow cold. But then Jesus said this in verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. The gospel will be preached. In the midst of all the conflict and all the craziness, the stuff that, that doesn't make sense, the gospel will be preached to all the nations. And if you know a little bit about the Bible, this is exactly what God has been doing for a long, long time. Remember Ruth from the Old Testament? That young woman was living in, in Moab, not far from Israel, in a place where the God that most people worshipped demanded the sacrifice of children. But what happened? 
famine, hardship, suffering drove this Israelite family into her midst where she came to know their God, a God of patience and mercy, a God of love and a God of grace. And when she came back, there was heartbreak and heartache. There there were funerals, multiple ones in her family. But God would use Ruth to be the great-great-grandmother, was it, of, of King David, the ancestor of Jesus. In the midst of the war, God was bringing the gospel to the nations. Or think about the New Testament. Remember Saul hunting down the Christians, trying to destroy that young church? What happened when he brought his own personal version of war to that vulnerable little flock? The gospel got to the nations. The apostles scattered to Samaria and beyond. They they reached with the good news of Jesus to the very ends of the earth. It, It didn't make it easy. It didn't make it less painful, but it did remind us that God always has a purpose. The love of most might grow cold, but this gospel of the kingdom will be preached. As I think about this conflict between Russia and the Ukraine, or whatever wars are to come in my lifetime, I remember that. People leave their homes, they leave their families, they leave their friends. They suffer in almost unbelievable ways to cross borders and flee for safety. But is it it possible that the God who is over everything, a God who is sovereign and in control, would use those moments to bring people into something they never would have heard otherwise? I believe that. Do you? Makes me think of my friend. Soon after he moved to Appleton, our, our church kind of rallied its resources to help him with furniture and with carpet and with toys for his kids and with, with food and with gift cards. And before we delivered this big gift to him, I did a quick Google search and I found a copy of the Gospel of John in his native language. That Gospel that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in that Son would not perish but have eternal life. I wonder, before that moment, had my friend ever heard those words? Had he ever held a copy of the Gospel of John? I'm not sure, but I do know that Jesus was right. This gospel will be preached to all nations and then the end will come. Brothers and sisters, do not be alarmed at wars or rumors of wars. God knows exactly what he's doing. Just like at the cross, he's taking human evil and selfishness and he's flipping it for a greater good. In this world, we might have trouble, but take heart. Our Jesus has overcome the world.